Hi, this is Dee Wallace, and you're listening to TV Confidential, baby. Ed Roberts with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station. At the usual time, we will welcome Petri Hawkins Bird of the Judge Judy Show. Plus, we'll play part two of our conversation with Jordan Young about the television career of Spike Jones. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, we mentioned earlier that we are putting together a formal tribute program on Betty White for broadcast later in January. In the meantime, we thought we'd close out this week's edition of TV Confidential with highlights from two recent conversations that we had about the life and career of Betty White, one of which aired in April 2021 with her friend Jennifer Armstrong. Jennifer's latest book is When Women invented television, the untold story of the female powerhouses who pioneered the way we watch today. When Women Invented Television is a history of the first 10 or so years of network television as told through the lives and accomplishments of Erna Phillips, Gertrude Berg, Hazel Scott, and Betty White. As we pick up the conversation, Jennifer and I are talking about how Betty White not only pioneered the network morning talk show, as we know it today, in the late 40s and early 1950s, but in many respects was a pioneer for all independent women in television, including such fictional characters as Mary Richards. One of the revelations that I learned as a result of, we, of, of reading When Women Invented Television, Jen, Jennifer, is that early, I mean, she was career-driven. She was unapologetic about it, and she determined early on that being married and accomplishing my goals professionally are not always going to mix. And in some respects, I suppose you could say she was Mary Richards before Mary Richards came to be. That's so true. I'm going to steal that. For <laughs> you're, you're, a welcome, um, you're welcome to do that, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> that is, no, it's really true. And it's something that I loved learning about her because I just think it's, it's sort of different from the persona, the perspective we have on her now as an older woman who did eventually get married and had one of actually the great Hollywood marriages to Alan Ludden, mm-hmm. the uh, host of Password, who she met while being on Password. And I love that. But that was until the 60s. Yeah. And at this time, you know, you really could make a Mary Tyler Moore show about her at that time. I think it's really, she had such a unique sort of niche in the world, essentially. She had been married twice, divorced twice. Um, Her second husband, she divorced when she was on the rise because he told her he didn't want, he realized he didn't want quite as much a career woman as she was becoming, essentially. He didn't realize she was going to become such a star and he didn't like it. And so she moved back with her parents. And she had a really close relationship with her parents. And I love this because she actually kind of discovers, like, oh, now I don't have to go home and cook dinner. She was running home to cook dinner for her husband yeah. after five and a half hours a day on the air for her daytime talk show. So now, she, you know, they're handling the housework. They're handling all of life, you know, and she can just really focus on her career. And she, she kind of had a great setup for that at that time it's just that she was then constantly questioned in interviews you know when are you going to get married yeah. why aren't you married why don't you have kids so it's fascinating to kind of see her in that different light in her late 20s yeah and you, you mentioned uh five and a half hours a day that's that's what she was doing folks uh as we mentioned in our open betty white hosted one of the very first experiments it was sort of like a it was sort of like a radio show 
for television or a television yeah. show on radio. But it was five and a half hours unscripted, six days a week. Her and her co-host yep. Al Jarvis. Yes, which is insane. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone needs me to tell you that. Especially like I love that they even go for the full six days a week. Like she gets one day off. Yeah, and there's no like you mentioned. There's no writers. There's no scripts. So they would have like they'd come up with a few ideas while they were getting ready every morning. But they basically just went on the air and they would maybe maybe talk about the news. They might do some sketches. They might do she she liked to sing and she would do songs sometimes. They had to deliver all the ads themselves. So there was really no break and it was all them. And I think it explains a lot about Betty as a professional because this is why in her nineties she's still so quick on her feet. It's why she could host Saturday Night Live as, I believe, the oldest person to ever do so, because that was nothing to her. You know, she had yeah. on the air for five and a half hours a day, six days a week for years in the early part of her career. So after that, everything's easy. Yeah. And and the other thing is doing an unscripted five and a half hour show six days a week, you were really... You're, you're presenting an extension of who you are as a person to your viewing yeah. or listening audience. And that's, I mean, I just discovered this, I just discovered this myself very recently, uh, Jennifer. That's this, that, that is why so many of us love Betty White, because she, she just seems who she is. That's right. And she actually talked about that in those early interviews that she sort of discovered that there was no sense in trying to be who someone else wanted her to be. She could only be who she was. And like you said, to be honest, how could you possibly put on any kind of persona for that long? Like you're going to, your real self is going to come out. And I think what turned out to be true is that there's a certain kind of person that you can even consider inviting into your home for five and a half hours a day, six days a week. And Betty White was really made for television. She is the quintessential television star. And her first series, her first scripted series, Life with Elizabeth, I didn't know about this until I read When Women Invented mm. Television. That was sort of a spinoff, more or less, of one of the things she did on Hollywood on television. Exactly. So they would do, as among the many things they would do to fill that time, is that they would do little sketches and kind of improv sketches. And one thing that they hit upon that turned out to be really popular was doing the sketch as a married couple. And they were just, you know, cute little tiny low-budget, you know, kinds of things that you could do, like little tiny arguments you might have with your spouse, that kind of thing. And they spun that off. They realized it was really going well. And so they made that into the sitcom Life with Elizabeth. And her co-host who you mentioned Al Jarvis had actually like he left the show he left Hollywood on television to go do uh some stuff with his wife at the time but they so they brought in a new husband for her for the actual sitcom named his the actor's name was Del Moore and the character's name was Alvin so they would just do even the show itself once it was a sitcom it was actually usually three segments so mm -hmm. they were still kind of like little sketches and it would be something as simple as, like, Elizabeth, you know, learns to drive the new car and it doesn't go as well as planned. Or Elizabeth needs to pick out new wallpaper and they're disagreeing about what kind. Very little, you know, the, his boss is coming over for dinner and she can't get to the store. You know, just these little teeny things. And she's so charming. 
that she makes anything kind of work and it's just so much fun to watch yes and on on life with elizabeth and then i think on her second uh show a date with the angels uh, she worked with both uh, Jack Nars and his brother Jim Nars, better known as Tom Kennedy. Yes, yes. They would do these really funny things. One of my favorite aspects of the show was actually she would interact with the announcer. Yeah. And um, again, like something that she was really good at from the talk show is that she could look right into the camera and mm-hmm. kind of talk to the audience. And it feels like she's really talking to you. And mm-hmm. I think they used that essentially here. So she'd do these little, you know, the, the announcer would come on and say, he would talk about the situation they were in, and he would often ask her kind of as the punchline, aren't you ashamed, Elizabeth? And she would look, like, look directly at the camera and kind of nod, nope. So it was this funny gambit that is feels almost modern, right? It's a very fourth wall-breaking gambit of, like, she can hear the announcer and she can interact with him, but her husband doesn't. And it's a very, it's very funny. It's very cute when she does it. I, it's surprisingly, it sounds like such a sort of simple show, and it is. But because she's so charismatic, it's very fun to watch. Jennifer Armstrong, author of When Women Invented Television, on how Betty White, in many respects, was the original Mary Richards. Betty White passed away Friday, December 31st at the age of 99. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.